Believe it or not, I used to be absolutely terrified of networking. No way. You? <laughs> yeah, that was me. I'm Despina Zangas, host of Connect and Bloom, a transformative podcast designed for women looking to harness the power of networking, make life-changing connections, and improve their personal and professional lives in ways that they could have previously only imagined. Because I truly believe that inside each of us is a social butterfly just waiting to bloom. Let's connect. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the Connect and Bloom podcast. I've got something a little different for you in the next three episodes. I'm going to talk about how to get back into in-person networking after COVID, meaning how to prepare for the event, what to do when you're there, and how to stay in touch with the people you've connected with. I'm really excited about this series, so stay tuned. In March 2020, right before the pandemic was declared, my calendar was jam-packed with networking events. It was International Women's Day, which is probably the biggest networking week of the year for me. And then after that, there was nothing. Events were canceled. Life as we knew it just stopped. And soon, everything just shifted to online. But now we're hopefully finally getting back to networking in person since the start of COVID-19. You're probably feeling a little bit rusty, maybe even anxious. I have to admit, I am too. You know, whether you're a networking newbie or just need to sharpen those networking skills, I'm going to share some tips to help you find events, prepare for them, and what to do to follow up and make the most of your connections. If you listened to my last episode, you'll know all about why networking is important. The main thing to remember about networking is that you are building meaningful connections and learning about other people. You may have to step out of your comfort zone, but it will ultimately help you grow. Even if you're an introvert or you think you're not good at networking, which actually is probably not true, by the way, um, networking is a powerful tool to help you change the trajectory of your career and your life. You know, it will probably not be easy at first. I mean, it's called networking because there's work involved, obviously. In the next three episodes, I'm going to give you the confidence and tools you need to make new life-changing connections. Together, we'll prepare you for upcoming in-person events and help you step into your best, most fearless networking self. Okay, now you're convinced. Let's start. Why you need to define your networking goals. Before attending an event, you need to determine your goal. Do you just want to reconnect with people because you haven't seen them in a long time? Are you looking for new business opportunities, maybe a mentor? No matter what your goal is, make sure it's specific. For example, decide on a set number of events you're going to attend in the next quarter or how many people you want to meet at each event. From my experience, two to three is a really good amount. And really focus on building genuine connections. If you're unsure about what your goal is, that's okay too. Sometimes a goal can be as simple as just making new friends. Okay, the next step, how to find networking events in your city. So you've determined your goal. Now it's time to figure out where these people actually hang out. The first and simplest way is to Google networking events in your area and and see what comes up. 
You can also search LinkedIn and Twitter using hashtags like Toronto Network, hashtag Toronto Networking Event. If you follow these hashtags, they'll show up in your feed and you can get notifications when someone uses them. I found another great way to find networking events is just word of mouth. Ask around in your social circles or with your colleagues. You may know that I curate a list of women's networking events in Toronto. You can find the link in my show notes. I also have a list of Toronto women's organizations, which you'll also find in the show notes. Lastly, sites like Eventbrite and Meetup have a ton of networking events listed. Meetup is very similar to Eventbrite, but From my perspective, it's a little bit more community-oriented, which I tend to prefer. In fact, I actually just created a meetup group called Connect and Bloom Ladies Who Lunch. You know, and typically I have four to eight people at every event. It's just so much easier to connect in a more intimate setting. Um, And if you're interested, just send me a message and I'll send you more information about the group. You can also check out like local libraries, alumni associations, co-working spaces, or local boards of trade, always make sure that the events you're choosing align with the goal that you've defined. Now let's background check that event. Okay, so you found a few events that sound really interesting and align with your goals. You need to do some background checking now. Always read the description of the event and see if it sounds interesting. You'll also wanna research who's organizing the event, the location, the speakers, the panelists, Is there an attendee list? I found that's always useful for me. So you can see who may be going. Make sure that they're going to be like-minded people who you'll want to get to know. So now how to prepare for the event. You know, you've defined your goal. You found an event that looks interesting. Now what? Preparation is so important to helping calm your nerves and get the most out of your experience. If you were able to find an attendee list, awesome. This is a great place to start. Look up a few of the people on LinkedIn and see if there are people that you'd actually want to meet. Um, you can also search the hashtag for the event on Twitter if the organizers actually created one or tweet that you'll be attending. I've always made really good connections that way. Once I was in an event in the UK and I saw um, that there were three other Canadians who were also attending. We kind of introduced ourselves and we've stayed in touch to this day. Before the event, prepare an awesome list. I learned this from networking expert Julie Brown, author of This Shit Works, and she was also a guest on my podcast, so make sure to check out that episode. So often, people think that they're just uninteresting, which is just not true. So Julie explains that by making a list of all the things that make you awesome, it reminds you of everything you have to offer. Get specific and create a story for each item on the list. It can be anything from being a great dog mom to a black diamond skier. Then before the event, just scan the list just to remind yourself of how awesome you really are. Remember how networking is all about building relationships? We always hear the phrase, prepare an elevator pitch, but really it can come across as a bit self-serving and make people just roll their eyes. Instead, I recommend preparing a brief introduction about what you do, but don't make it sound contrived and make sure you adapt it to whoever you're talking to. That's really key. Lastly, make sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date. If it's not, Fix it before the event. If you need some advice on how to improve your LinkedIn, listen to my podcast episode with LinkedIn profile writer Leslie Hughes for some really great tips. Okay, 
That's it for this episode. Tune in to episode two, where I cover what to do the day and during the networking event. Thanks for tuning in to Connect and Bloom, a podcast that empowers women to master the art of networking and make life-changing connections. Got a burning question about networking? Share it below or shoot me an email at dispina at connectandbloom.com. If you want to explore this topic further, head on over to the Connect and Bloom website. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook, or if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast. Be sure to connect and bloom with me again in our next episode. Oh, 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 oh,